0: Section 21 of Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer by Henry Dawson. A Bad Bridge. One cold winter's night while i was running on the h road i was to take the night express down the road the day had been excessively stormy the snow had fallen from early dawn till dark and blown and drifted so on the track that all trains were behind time especially was this so on the upper end of the road the lower end over which i was to run was not so badly blockaded in fact on the southern portion the storm had been of rain the train came in three hours behind consisting of twenty cars all heavily loaded with grumbling discontented passengers this was more of a train than i could handle with my engine Even on the best of rail, but where the rail was so slippery with snow or ice as it was that night, it was utterly impossible for me to do anything with it. So, orders were given for another engine to couple in with me, and George P. with the Oneida did so. I was on the lead, George coupled in behind me we both had fast machines and in a little quiet talk we had before starting we resolved to do some pretty fast running where we could the hungry passengers at last finished their meal it being a refreshment station the bell was rang all aboard was shouted and we pulled out like twin brothers those engines seemed to work their exhausts were as one and each with great strength tugged at the train we ploughed through the snow and it flew by us in fleecy feathery flakes on which our lights shone so bright that it seemed as if we were plunging into a cloud of silver dust on on we the few stops we had to make were made quickly and past the stations at which we were not to stop we rushed thunderingly A jar, a rumble a shriek of the whistle and the glimmering station lights were away back out of sight at last we were within fourteen miles of the terminus of our journey both engines were doing their utmost and the long train behind us was trailing swiftly on soon the tedious night ride would be over soon the weary limbs might rest we were crossing a pile bridge in the middle of which was a draw the rising of the water in the river had lifted the ice which was frozen to the piles and thus i suppose weakened the bridge so that when our two heavy engines struck it it gave away i was standing at my post when by the sudden strain and dropping of the engine i knew that we were off the track but had no idea of the real nature of the calamity My engine struck her forward end upon the abutments of the bridge, knocking the forward trucks from under her. She held there but an instant of time, but in that instant I and my firemen sprang upon the run-board and from thence to the solid earth. We turned in time to see the two engines go down into the water there thirty feet deep and upon them were piled the baggage mail and express cars while the passenger cars were some thrown from the track on one side some on the other the terrible noise made by the collision and the hissing made by the cold waters wrapping the two engines in their chill embrace deafened and appalled us for an instant but the next We were running back to help the wounded we found many wounded and seven dead amidst the wreck of the cars but seven more were missing and among them were six of the railroad men after searching high and low amidst the portion of the wreck on dry land we with one accord looked shudderingly down into those black chilling waters and knew that there they lay dead all night long we sat there the wild wintry blasts howled around us the cold waters gurgled and splashed amid the wreck we could hear the wounded groan in their pains but we listened in vain for the voices we were wont to hear the chill tide over which the ice was even then congealing anew covered them mayhap they were mangled in the collision and their shriek of pain was hushed and drowned as the icy waters rippled in over their lips we almost fancied when we threw the light of our lanterns upon the black flood that we could see their white faces turned up towards us frozen into a stony immovable look of direst fear and agonizing entreaty morning came and still we could not reach our friends and comrades days went by before they were found but when found each man was at his post none had jumped or flinched all went down with the wreck and were found jammed in but their countenances wore no look of fear the icy waters that congealed their expression did not find a coward's look among them all wore a stern unflinching expression that would have shown you Had you seen them just ere they went down, that they would do as they did do, stick bravely to their posts, and go down with the wreck, doing their duty at the cost of their lives. End of Section 21